lot of injuries for the Lions, yet Vegas still sees a blowout. It's a Friday, Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day on a Friday, October 6th into Saturday, October 7th. We got some football coming up on Sunday at Ford Field. The Lions will take on the winless Carolina Panthers, 1 o'clock downtown. We thank you for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcast. We have new listeners today. Got to give a shout out to Michael and Kimmy Carlesimo of Clawson, Michigan. Michael and Kimmy, thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcast, watching us on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel as well. Please subscribe. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Coming up on the show today, we got a lot of injury stuff to talk about. It's interesting. The Lions opened up as an eight-point favorite against Carolina. Moved eight and a half, moved to nine. It's now up to 10. But yet, you could make an argument that the Lions' best offensive player and best defensive player probably aren't going to play on Sunday. Yet the Lions' line keeps moving up. Heavy steam on Detroit Sunday as the spread is now 10. We'll get into that coming up. I got three keys to a victory for Sunday. We got to talk about Jamison Williams because I think he's going to play now and, and get some snaps if Amon Ross St. Brown can't go. And also, yeah, baby. NFC North delivering the goods last night. How about them Bears? Yeah. Hall of Fields is back. Woo, baby. Got to get into that today coming up on Locked On Lions. Our program today brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use the code, all lowercase, NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right. Big day on Sunday. Lions have a chance to get to four and one and hand the Panthers their fifth straight loss to start the season. How about how ironic last night the Bears won. So now the only winless team left is Carolina. And of course, the Bears own the Panthers uh, first round pick because DJ Moore is now a Bear. And boy, he had a great game last night, huh? Uh, But uh, let's start with the injuries. Now, at the time of this recording, Uh, We have not gotten the final injury report for today, but here's what I can tell you, and here's what I know. Number one, Brian Branch is not going to play on Sunday. All right, that's not happening. Uh, The Lions, uh, nickel corner and top tackler and stud defensive back and rookie of the year candidate on defense. Uh, has That ankles just, just has not allowed him to practice all week. The Lions hope he can play next week against Tampa Bay. They're not going to put him on the injured list, but Brian Branch is not going to play Sunday against the Panthers. He's just not ready. It's it's, 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 it's a sprain. It's not good. So that's a huge loss, huge loss for this team. Brian Branch has been incredible, astoundingly good, amazing. What what do you want to say about this rookie 45th overall pick out of Alabama? What, What can you say? He's everywhere. He's like Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's every effing where. I mean, this guy's been unreal. 
and against the pass, against the run. Uh, uh, he, he, he just, he, he, he snuffed stuff out in the backfield. He's been that good. So this isn't good. But remember, we thought it was going to be worse last Thursday night up at Lambeau when Double B was put on the cart. We're like, oh gosh, it's an Achilles. So at least it's a high ankle sprain and that's it. And then maybe he'll miss a game, but he's not going to play Sunday. So in his stead, <coughs> cough, cough, Will Harris is going to play. And Emmanuel Mosley is going to be on a snap count. So we're going to get some Emmanuel Mosley for the first time as a Lion, which is really cool. Uh, excited about that. Coming back from the torn ACL, I think they're going to ease him in, put him on a little bit of a snap count. So he's not going to play a ton, but he's going to get some minutes. He's going to get some burn. He's going to get some snaps. Um, Jerry Jacobs will remain in there too. But again, you're going to see a lot of Will Harris on Sunday. And again, uh, look, I'm not a Will Harris fan. I just don't think he's that good. He's a reliable veteran, though. It's not like they're tossing out Bobby Price or anybody like that or A.J. Parker, okay? The Lions secondary has taken a, a hit the last few weeks, and this one is going to be a big one with Brian Branch not playing against his former college teammate, of course, Bryce Young, the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. So that is a pretty big injury note. The other key injury to talk about is Amon Ross St. Brown has an abdominal injury. He hasn't practiced all week. And it's it's 50-50 whether he plays Sunday. Um, this offense without Amon Ra is not the same. I remember last year he, he missed a couple of games. Uh, I, I like the way this offense is humming. The run game should be there this weekend. Maybe this means more Jameer Gibbs as a receiver. but. That is newsworthy that Amon Ross St. Brown has not practiced all week. Dan Campbell's hoping that he could play. Maybe there's a chance that he does get out there. Uh, but I would say that he's going to be doubtful for the game, and they'll make more of a determination on Saturday, tomorrow, on whether or not he can play. Look, um, he's special, all right? Again, if you take Brian Branch and Amon Ra off the team, that's you. it's hard to win. This opponent and playing at home is a good opportunity, all right? It's a good opportunity to find out what you have. What will Antoine Green do? What about Jamison Williams? And I'll get to that in a moment. What about Gibbs as a receiver? A lot of options that the Lions have. They're not in dire straits, but I think they are, well, it will hurt them to not have those two guys certainly playing on Sunday at Ford Field. Also on offense, Halapulavati Vitae appears to be back, which is nice. Dan Campbell said they're going to ease him back in as well. Give Graham Glasgow credit. I thought that was the best Glasgow has played in a long time this past Thursday against Green Bay. But Vitae is the better right guard. And uh, he has been out for a while uh, with long-term injuries going back to last year. Came back this year, was healthy, then got hurt in the Seattle game. Everybody seemed to get hurt in that Seattle game. Um, but he is apparently coming back. So that is good news when you talk about injuries. But we've had a lot of ailments to discuss here with this team over the first four weeks of the season. But again, because Brad Holmes and the front office, Chris Spielman, Disner, all these people, John Dorsey, Ray Agnew, they found players. There's depth here. And so for the first time in years, when starters go down, it's not just a death march for this team. There's serious depth. 
Heck, if Jared Goff, if something were to happen to Jared Goff, who has played phenomenally well for this team, and all he's done is won games, going back to the mid midway point of last year to this year, but they feel like they could still win with Teddy Bridgewater. So there is an upgrade, and you're seeing the depth all over the roster. So that's a good sign. And there is no reason why this team should not win Sunday, regardless of all these injuries. And heck, Vegas again. All right? Eight and a half points was the spread. It's now up to 10. And this is with people and with the Sharps and everybody out in Vegas knowing Brian Branch hasn't practiced all week and isn't going to play. Amon Ross St. Brown hasn't practiced all week. People don't care. They still see this game as being an opportunity for the Lions to pay back Carolina for what happened last year, which was inexcusable that the Panthers, you know, set like franchise records for rushing. And, you know, Foreman and Hubbard went ballistic on this team. Now it's going to be Hubbard and Miles Sanders this week. And I want to talk about three keys uh, for the game um, coming up next uh, when we get into more about what's going on with um, this game this weekend. Because I think the Lions have got to be on their best behavior here and not treating this game like some sort of trap game. We'll get into some keys coming up next. I want to talk about Jameson Williams as well. And I got to congratulate the Chicago Bears on their first win. But first and foremost, folks, hey, Bird Dogs. Lockdown Lions brought to you by Bird Dogs. They make you look good. They feel good, too. If you've never worn Bird Dogs uh, khaki stretch pants or even the shorts, they are phenomenal. All right? They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. And they're not as expensive as Lululemon. Come on. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. They fix the issue by inventing something called cloud nip knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get that slimmer fit. They're functional for any occasion, date night, golf, whatever. All right. I got a pair of bird dogs upstairs. I love them. They're comfortable. They look good. They're not too baggy. They're perfect. All right. They stretch. They feel good in all areas. And I love them. Go to birddogs.com slash NFL or enter promo code LockdownNFL to check out for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NFL for a free water bottle to check out. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. All right, it's a Friday episode of Lockdown Lions. If you missed the crossover yesterday, Lockdown Panthers host, Julian Council joined me. It was a lot of fun having JC on the show. He thinks the Panthers can win this game, but didn't pick them to win. He still picked the Lions to win, but he says he expects Carolina to come in here and play much better than they've played. And one thing that Julian said yesterday, which I found very interesting, is that the Panthers have had a lead in all four games they've played this year. They've just lost all four. And second half offense is atrocious. They just can't score. You've got to score to win. Doesn't help when you got a rookie quarterback. Doesn't help when the receiving core has no deep threat. And really their best two guys are Adam Thielen and former Lion legend DJ Chark. Um, so this is a game that the Lions should win. They should. Panther defense isn't bad. You know, Brian Burns, obviously, and, and some other guys. Jeremy Chin, I'm a big fan. But their secondary is a little bit banged up at the cornerback spot. And they just have not been able to block for Bryce Young. They've had major issues on the interior of the offensive line. Let's talk about some three keys to getting a win. First one is interior pass rush for the Lions. Check this out. 
uh, and Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit uh, pointed this out. Uh, Panthers left guard Chandler Zavala has allowed 28 pressures this season. 28. No other guard in the entire NFL has allowed more than 14. In week three alone, Zavala allowed 14 pressures in one game. So if you are Aleem McNeil, John Kaminsky, Isaiah Bugs, Levi Onzerike, uh, Hutchinson when he lines up on the inside, any of these guys, you've got to be licking your chops. Chandler Savala has allowed 28 quarterback pressures. That's pathetic. And again, as, as Julian Council pointed out yesterday, the, the, the Panthers have been without their two top guards uh, all season. They've had major issues with injuries across the offensive line including at left tackle, left guard, and right guard. So it's been an issue for them. Taylor Moten, the pride of Lansing, um, at right tackle has been pretty good, but they've got issues. Iki Ekwanu has not played well. He's regressed at left tackle. So I'm still looking at interior rush to kind of really get in the face of a rookie quarterback on the road in a hostile environment as my first key for this game. Second key, and I've said it all week, and I'll say it again. The Lions have to stop the run, all right? The Lions' rush defense has been much improved this year. But last season, whether all the Panthers' O-linemen were hurt this year or not, and it's a new group from last year, this year, whatever, last season we all remember what happened down at the bank in Charlotte. Foreman and Hubbard went buku crazy on the Lions. It was a clinic in run offense. The Lions could not stop the Panthers running the football. You know Frank Reich is Mr. Conservative. You know he wants to take some pressure off of Bryce Young. He's going to want to run the rock. The Lions have to stop it. First and 10, handoff to Hubbard. He gets stuffed. That's going to force Young into the second down and longs, third down and longs. All right, Lions have done a great job in stopping the run. Uh, Dylan and Jones did not go crazy last week. Uh, Algier and Bijan didn't go crazy the week before. It must continue. All right? They're going to play ultra-conservative offense. They have to. They suck. They've got a rookie quarterback. I don't care if he's the number one overall pick. He's not been throwing the rock around. They can't protect him. What do they do? Simple. Try to run the ball. And the Lions have to stop it. And uh, I think they will. I like their chances. But last year, hopefully, was an anomaly. There's no reason. I mean, last year, Hubbard and Foreman went nuts. And the Lions couldn't stop. So that has to be... Uh, nipped in the bud, that's for sure. And my third key is the trap game and overlooking. The Lions cannot come into this game thinking we've had 10 days off. We just beat the Packers at Lambeau. We're three and one. We're atop the division. We're the NFC North champs already. They can't do that. Also, next week, primetime game at 425, the late afternoon window on Fox, Lions and Bucks. Bucks off a bye this week are going to be three and one going into that game. Baker Mayfield's on college game day tomorrow. Does the guest picker Tampa Bay's riding high. They move that game for a reason for a primetime matchup between two really good teams. I still don't think Tampa Bay's that good, but whatever. They're three and one. The Lions cannot take this game this Sunday lightly. All right. Dan Campbell said today something very interesting. He said, we are still a hungry team. We are going to come into this game a hungry team. I hope you're right. All right. What did that happen the last time the Lions won a big road game? That was in Kansas City. The next week, they stubbed their toe against Seattle. 
Now, fresh off of winning at Lambeau, everybody's patting him on the back. Had extra days off. Can't come in and take Carolina lightly. Cannot do it. Got to be aggressive. Got to be into this game. And I look at that as being a big key. Mental toughness. Focus. Yeah, we know. Carolina sucks. They're no good. All right? Chuba Hubbard is not Jim Brown. All right? Adam Thielen is not Jerry Rice. DJ Chark, we certainly know, is not even Amon Ross St. Brown. All right? Bryce Young is a rookie. Their O-line's banged up. Sure, fine. Their left tackle has the yips right now. Aquano, he's struggling. Four false starts last week. So the Lions must, or four penalties last week. The Lions must <clears throat> not think about that. Don't listen to what I have to say. Just go in and smash this team. You're 10-point favorites for a reason. Go get it. Go win this game. So run defense, focus, and certainly uh, interior pass rush to me are three keys that the Lions must have and must do in order to get this win <clears throat> on Sunday. All right. Uh, I want to talk about <clears throat> the possibility now, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're going to see Jamison Williams in a bigger role this weekend. I want to get into that also. Your Chicago Bears, not yours, but the Chicago Bears. Why did I say your? I hate the Bears. Um, what about the Chicago Bears? Fresh off a win last night. We got to give them some props. We'll do that coming up next <clears throat> right here on Locked On Lions. But hey, have you played daily fantasy with prize picks? It is unbelievable. It is you against the numbers, all right? Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick with prize picks more than or less than on two to six player projections, stat projections, and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up 25 times my money this football season. All right. Take 10 bucks, turn it into $250. Right. Patrick Mahomes, more or less than two passing touchdowns this week. What do you think? What about Odell Beckham Jr. and Baltimore? More than 50 yards receiving for the Ravens this week. All of that can be bet on at Prize Picks. They do a, a weekly promotion. They do Taco Tuesday. All of this can be found at PrizePicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. It's fun. It's easy. Get involved. Go to PrizePicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. All right? Check it out. PrizePicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so there's a theme on the Lockdown Lions YouTube channel with all of my friends on there, all of my commenter friends, when it comes to what the Lions are doing with Jamison Williams. And the theme is that Matt Derry, me, though I never really, never really use myself in the third person, but I'm going to today. But, um, there's this notion that I hate JMO and there's this notion that I think Jamison Williams is not any good and they will never be good and all this crap. That is not true. All right. I've watched trends. I've watched him. All right. He has one catch going back to last season. I know he hasn't played this year. I know he was on a gambling suspension. I didn't even, I didn't even talk about the gambling suspension, but here we go, folks. If I'm in Ross St. Brown doesn't play Sunday, this opens up a spot, a chance for Jamison Williams to shine. 
I'm well aware they don't play the really the same position. Amon Ra is more in the slot. J-Mo is more of a Z or an X receiver. I get all that. But if St. Brown doesn't play on Sunday, it's J-Mo time. Let's go. And can he rise up to the level and, and make some plays and give the fans something to cheer about? Again, earlier in the week, Dan Campbell said, I just want reliability. I just want him to show up. I just want him to be solid, catch the football. I'm not expecting any big plays. That's what the coach said. But now you take number 14 off this offense. They have to, he has to play, right? You can't deactivate him. I mean, I guess you could, right? But they're not calling up 16 other receivers here from the practice squad. He He's next man up. He's ready to go. So I'll be very interesting seeing what number nine in the blue uniform has in store for us this weekend. And boy, would it be a nice surprise, especially for me, if he stepped up and made some plays. And again, Panthers DBs have struggled. Cornerback injuries. Here's an opportunity for him. So let's see if he takes advantage of that. Also, keep an eye on Jameer Gibbs as a receiver more this week as well, if ARSB does not play. All right, big surprise last night. I was stunned to see the Chicago Bears Justin Hall of Fields, Fields, DJ Moore, and Cole Komet going ballistic, exploding on the Amazon Prime Thursday night game of the week as the Bears go into Washington and beat up on the Commanders 40 to 20. Stunning. Stunning. How about the Bears? Like, what was that? Justin Fields, like, had time to throw. They ran some design bootlegs for him. He was hitting DJ Moore all over the field. I mean, the guy got robbed of another touchdown when they said he was out of bounds and it wasn't even close. Back at the end zone, touchdown throws, back shoulder, in stride. Chicago's got to be like, wait a minute, now we got something here. I still say pump the brakes on Hall of Fields. But last night was really good football played by them. Their interior of their defensive line crushed the commanders. Fields look comfortable. And the Bears won a football game. So I'm going to drop the mic here. And clap and give them a round of applause. The Bears are no longer winless. Now one and four as they knocked off the commanders last night. I, I want to see more consistency. It's one game. Washington no-showed. Ron Rivera, you know, <laughs> Last week, he elected to go to overtime uh, with the Eagles instead of going for two and trying to win the football game. That was weak. You knew they were going to lose after that. And then last night, his team didn't even show up. That was the Bears at home. They were an eight-point favorite, and they got the doors blown off of them. Ron Rivera, you have to figure, with new ownership in Washington, has got to be on thin ice. Great guy, players love him, all that stuff, but that was a pitiful performance last night. Pitiful. And uh, you got to give the Bears credit. When they suck, I tell you. But last night, they looked pretty good. And the Commanders had no match for what Chicago was doing. Now, Bears at the start of the third quarter started to kind of let the Commanders back in the game a little bit, but um, that's, a, that's a nice win for them. Those Thursday night games are all... Seem like they're all blowouts, right? And the next week, it's like Denver at Kansas City. Good luck with that. 
Um, all right, that'll do it for us here on Locked Online. By the way, I have a question, and please, commenters on YouTube, uh, answer me this question. Is anybody paying attention to the baseball playoffs? That first wild card round where everybody won, everybody swept and won the first two was so bad. So bad. Like the NFL is, I, I'm a baseball guy. You guys know I love my Cleveland Guardians. Like I'm a huge Guardians fan. I watch every game. I love baseball. But like I watch maybe two minutes of the first round of the baseball playoffs. Like, does anybody tell me who's playing? I know tomorrow it's like Orioles and Rangers. I think it's Phillies, Braves, whatever. Um, boy, talk about a sport right now that is just boop, right over our heads. Like we're so focused on football and Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's what we're focused on. Um, Donna Kelsey on the Today Show today would not say anything about Taylor Swift. It was kind of funny. All right. Locked on Lions. Ready to rock. Lions will win Sunday. I said by I said yesterday on the show by nine. Um, and we're back again for a post-game pod on Sunday. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you again on Sunday.